ladies and gentlemen, to the Washburn Sports Podcast, otherwise known as The Wisp. I am your host, Ethan Bennett, along with my co-hosts, Justin Villanola and Trevor Beerman. Hey, what's up? It's Villalona. Villanola? Villalona. Villalona? Okay. Well, besides that, I guess we're just going to jump right into it. Um, I just got done interviewing uh, Axel Bernard. Yeah, Axel Bernard and uh, Alexis McAfee. Uh, they just had a tough loss against uh, Newman, so I think I think I got the score right here. I think it was. Uh... Did you guys hear anything about that? Yeah, it was forty-five to fifty-two. Yeah, I did. They really struggled the entire game down Wichita. They just did not play very well. They didn't play like they have been playing the entire season, which is just explosive and with major offense, and major defense. Just did not see that at all. Yeah. Um, they were they were struggling the last two years, though. It was pretty tight for um, when they played Truman and um, I think it was St. Cloud or something like that. Yeah, St. Cloud. Cloud. They, were, they, were, they were struggling. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at the stats for, like, second half this game, and, I mean, it's completely different. They put up 30 points in the first half alone, and then they only came out and put up seven points in the third quarter. Um, it just looked like shooting struggles just completely plagued them. You know, talking to uh, McAfee, it sounded like, I mean, they were doing solid on defense for a while. I mean, that's that's what I've noticed throughout this whole year is that they're really preaching defense, but um, they're just kind of struggling, uh, putting up points right now. But I think, uh, you know, with this next uh, tough opponent, opponent uh, Fort Hayes coming up, then, you know, we'll see what that turns into. So. I'm surprised, too, because they're a second-half team. They struggled a lot in the first half mm-hmm. when I was covering for them, and then the second half they come out and they just start shooting and playing hard defense, and they're unstoppable in the second half, but this one was just they were just struggling all around. Yeah. No, I mean, they're tough girls. I mean, they are. I mean, they've been out there killing it, going 6-0. and I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to go with uh, without a loss this season. So, yeah. I mean, you got to take losses sometimes, you know. Granted, they're still all, they're still are a young team. They only have mm. one senior on that team. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm not really worried that they can't get back on track because you know oh, yeah. it's just one loss. Yeah, I mean, it, it was going to happen at some point, and uh, if it happens earlier in, in the season than later in the season, that's always better because if you keep winning later in the season, that's championships and conference titles. Yeah, yeah. Um. But besides that, I mean, they have uh, Fort Hayes coming up the December 9th. That's here in Topeka. They have two home games coming up. That's uh, at 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday, yeah. December 6th, right? I'm going to be there, so I'll be covering that. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a reporter for Washburn Sports as well as Justin. Washburn Reeves. Review. Washburn Review, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but... Justin is as well, and Beerman is the, uh, we're the... Sports editor. Sports editor. Yep. Okay, there we go. But, um, yeah, then after that, they go, after the two home games, they have two away games, uh, Lincoln University and Lindenwood University, which, honestly, Lindenwood and Lincoln have been tough opponents for everybody that's been facing them so far. Yeah. Um, so those those games will be exciting to watch. Like, I'm excited to see them perform. I honestly think that... You know, if they're putting up six and zero in their first few weeks, I mean, I I have big hopes for them. So yeah, I think they can really excel in a conference in the conference that I'd say is 
a little weak compared to Washburn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna switch over to the men's for a little bit. Um, not starting off so hot. <laughs> um, I mean, new coach and trying to figure things out. I mean, against Northwest Missouri State, they looked really good, but the defense just fell flat at the end. Like in, like I said in my article in the paper, uh, the defense in the second half they could just not stop the barrage of threes from Northwest Missouri State. And I mean, they have talented players. But at some point, the defense just has to stop those threes from happening, and it never, it never happened. So Washburn mm-hmm. was just trying to fight offense with offense, and Northwest Missouri State had the better offense. Yeah. So ultimately, they lost this one, seventy-eight to eighty-six. Yeah. Didn't didn't they win the Natty like last year or two years ago? Yes. Or something like They're that. They are defending yeah. national champions and number one in the nation as of now. <laughs> well, honestly, that that's tough, no matter who you are. Yeah, but I could I mean, see it being a signature yeah. win for Brett Ballard, and I'd really like to see that because oh, yeah. he's a he's a great guy. Oh, and yeah. you walk on, and you know he's got a lot of tradition rooted in Kansas. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I mean they're on a two game winning streak right now, which is good, and then they're going to travel down to Manhattan Christian College, thirtieth, uh, which is <laughs> yeah today. That's actually here. <laughs> oh, that's here. Yeah. yeah. Oh my bad. Yeah, um, yeah Beerman, you're going to be there. Have Good any word Justin's on that? Gonna be there. He's going to be there. Yeah. I am covering the football bowl game that's happening this Saturday. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll Which talk about that here in a second. Yeah, we'll get but, to that. Yeah. But, I mean, four and three, there's no there's no saying they can't come back. They're two, two and oh at home, and, I mean, I mean, two and three away, even if it is neutral away, is still always tough, you know, but... Um, I think that honestly, we have a bright future ahead of him. So, yeah, especially with Brett Ballard, I think oh, he's yeah. an outstanding coach, and I Absolutely. think he can lead the Ichabods to the promised land. Promised land being hopefully a national championship. Yeah, you know, you even you can look at stuff like that. Even if a team is down and not starting off hot, you know, people looked at the Cavs this year, and I mean, they started off slow. People instantly like just weren't totally against Cavs. Oh, they're struggling. This, 2009 all-star team pretty yeah. much mm-hmm. and then you, you look at it now and they're like one of the hottest teams in the nba which mm-hmm. i mean isn't that expected and like lebron says they don't even have it back so i'm still yeah. waiting for okc to have their hot <laughs> yeah i think I honestly think step up. i think everyone is but big thing i've been wanting to talk about is this bowl game yeah i uh, watched out a bowl game last year the uh mineral bowl mineral water bowl yeah yep i was uh, back here cheering for a basketball game when that was going on. Yeah. So. Well, this bowl game is going to be in Copper's Cove, Texas, and it's the heart of Texas Bowl, Champs Heart of Texas Bowl, not Champs like Champs Store that stands for something else. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's going to be televised nationally on Fox College Sports. And if you don't have DirecTV or a cable provider like me, I have Dish. You can use your smart TV and go to foxsportsgo.com and sign in with your uh, cable provider account and get the game. And that's really great. Um, it's great to see Washburn Ichabods get some national TV exposure, especially for football, because Craig Schurig, he's one of the greatest coaches that uh, Washburn football has ever had. Absolutely. I've been looking at Angela State pretty heavily after, uh, uh, excuse me, um, this last week. I mean, it, it's Washburn's 
stellar defense against Angelo State's, I mean, truly high-powered offense. Um, they lost their starting, Angelo State may have lost their quarterback probably about halfway through the year, but then came in and uh, their new quarterback right now is just putting up phenomenal numbers. And so I'm looking for Washburn to stop that. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Washburn this mass, matchup, especially because uh, our defense really performs. And then Blake Pearson makes sure the offense is on the same page because he's really impressive and he's really impressed me. What's really surprising, though, Blake Pearson started out as a wide receiver. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And he's a amazing quarterback. He can really run the ball, throw it downfield, and he's got the greatest accuracy I've seen, you know, Washburn quarterback since I've been here. And that's yeah. that's really great because they'll really need him to perform well this side. Yeah. A lot of times they take those wide receivers. You know, they know the routes just as much as anybody else. and. A lot of times, guys that are quarterbacks in high school go and become either, you know, wide, rece wide receivers or tight ends, sometimes even running backs, you know. One of my favorite wide receivers I'd have to say on the team right now is James Cabrania Hop. He's really, he's really been improving because for like the start of the season, I didn't really hear his name on, from the PAs or in the game, and then you start hearing him, and he's pretty much catching every single touchdown, and he's really performed really well for where he's at right now. And I was I, I saw one of the videos I think it was on the Woo Sports Twitter. Some of these guys were really surprised to land a bowl game, and I I looked at you know I saw their record at being at a six and five I believe. Yeah, six and five. Six I mean that's five, that's yeah. bowl eligible. We barely qualified. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we barely we fought hard. You it's know, it's a good thing that we we have because, granted, we still do have a young team, and yet they are really good, and it's good that Washburn's getting this opportunity. So they hopefully they get to perform really well, and it's going to be a great offense against a great against a great defense. Mm -hmm. I think we performed uh, really well during the season and kind of fell apart at the end, but they gave us credit where credits due and gave us a bowl game. And the players were surprised, but I really wasn't, to be honest. Yeah, I was ready for us to get a bowl game and get into the get into the heart of Texas bowl. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure part of it is they're just tired. I mean, it's a rough season, you know. Yeah. Losing the Northwest the way they did, you know, so close. Yeah, that Five was. Seconds. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, but just to say you hung in there with the what they won eighteen years number in a row. one team how in the nation. Times, yeah, how many times did they win in a row? Yeah, like three three nineties yeah, yeah. in a row, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. insane. And then that's impressive. And then and then be able to truly scrap their way almost to a victory. I mean, just fell short at the end there. Yeah. They beat Northern Alabama last year to win that Division Two championship. Don't, we also can't forget they also were up against Fort Hayes, and Fort Hayes is the number one team. Yeah, that is true. That going into halftime, I guess they lost some motivation and they went down here after that. Yeah, that's kind of been the case this year, though. Um, going into the second half, we've kind of lost some steam, and they just really need to know how to finish games strong. And I'm really looking forward to next year for that to be a really um, a major point in Craig Shurik's coaching is to finish the second half strong because this season I really didn't see much of that. And uh, just really excited to see him in the bowl game because, hey, they weren't expecting it. They said they were even – they were meeting to talk about the end of the season and how the next season was going to start. And then Craig told them, hey, we got a bowl game to practice for, so let's go do that. Yeah, I mean – we lost at last year's bowl game, but um, it was cold. It was it was it was wasn't the greatest 
of bowl games I heard. Old and rainy, I believe. Um, I could be incorrect in saying that, but you know, I think that they're going to look hard for a for a victory here. So, um, I can't remember that that one safety's name. The, I think we have a really good safety this year. DJ Olmstead. Yeah, DJ Olmstead. Isn't um, he getting looked at by like a few NFL teams this year? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, I, yeah. he's got the leading. Uh, he leads the league in interceptions. I believe that's what it is. Oh yeah, leads the league in interceptions, and he's really been performing really well. This yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of times those NFL teams look for. Even, I mean, you can look at Cody Hyman, who came out last year, and I don't know if he's still on Green Bay's roster anymore. I think he might be playing for San Fran right now. Um, but I could, I, I'm probably wrong there. <laughs> but um, a lot of times, it's they look for these big, strong, hard-hitting safeties that come out of these small colleges that don't get looked at and, you know, I mean, they just go and, and just absolutely demolish. Yeah, so. they usually end up being some great national players, especially when they find out that they're, you know, it doesn't, smaller school doesn't mean anything. Uh, performance is performance, and that's what DJ Olmstead has and what he does. So, yeah. I mean, I really think he could be a great NFL player. Mm-hmm. Now going back to that bowl game, Angelo State. I'm looking at their stats right now for like their season. They're six and four. They're four and four in their conference. I mean, they're five and two at home. They're one and two away. Like, I mean, they're on a three game winning streak though. But I guess it doesn't really matter now because I mean they're not. You know, season's pretty much over besides this bowl game. But I mean, that's this Saturday though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's Saturday, at six p.m. So. Yeah, six p.m. Yeah. Sadly, I. We won't be able to watch it, and yeah, we won't. Well, yeah, be we able all to be. Watch so we 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 all have. Well, a, I can things, probably get it on my phone, but you're gonna be sitting on the dance floor. Oh, watch it. We'll see. Yeah, know what goes on. Yeah. But, yeah. So, have you guys heard about anything about the tennis team? Because I have, and it's been pretty cool. They've been actually killing it this year. They've had a few star players come out. Yeah. Um. I think they recently came out of tournament and got like two of the top spots in that. Most so. most of them are international players. Oh yeah. One I think is German and a couple are I know uh Raul, I feel like uh he's Romanian and then okay. Bradley's also international. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they've really been they've really been impressive and Lysot Lysot, Lance Lysot really knows how to recruit because he's really been pulling in these recruits and all these international recruits because he when I interviewed him early in the season or even before their season started he said that he was really excited and he had he had a bunch of accolades to name for his international players I can't really recall what they were but he really he was really proud of them and he was really excited to start the season yeah like the it's kind of funny, like, um, coming out of high school, like, I really, I played tennis all my life, and I, you know, came here and was like, all right, you know what, I'm going to try to walk on here, and, you know, just looking at it, I was like, they're a good team, man, I'm going to have to work hard to really, really get this, and I emailed them, and I just, I lied probably 90% of that email saying, like, yeah, I made it to tournaments, and blah, 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 you know, saying completely false statements, and, I mean, he is very clean cut and serious, he's like, show me, I mean, he, he wants to see success. Like, he was like, show me, show me that you're as good as you say you are. And I'm like, ooh, you know, I mean, he is, I mean, just the way I've seen him coach and the way I've seen his players play, it shows Mm -hmm. um, truly how good they are. 
So, yeah. Um, what is their current record? Um, I don't think necessarily they have a record this year. Uh, most of it, most of uh, uh, tennis is uh, basically crap. Um, most of their re uh, wins and losses come from uh, tournaments. So, like, they get a lot invited to a lot of tournaments this year. Like, uh, yeah, I know. Was it Texas? Yeah, they. I think they just come out of the same. No, Rome, Georgia, the ITA Oracle Cup, the small college champions, and they got like two of the top spots in that. So yeah, finish finish top five in doubles, and uh, doubles and singles. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's really cool that they're branching out, going to Rome. I know for a fact that a lot of the Washburn teams are kind of branching out like that because I know when I was covering golf, they uh, they uh, they are only at Washburn for one time a year, so you really got to catch them and get good pictures and good info on them. Mm -hmm. And then they were heading to the Las Vegas Desert Classic, and I think that's really cool how Washburn has been, all Washburn sports pretty much has been going out and branching out uh beyond conference play mm -hmm. well it looks like uh once we come back from winter break they're going to be actually playing schools because the first one they have is against drury university in springfield or well, it looks like a, a double header there drury and uh mckendry mckendry university yeah. <laughs> but um, i'm excited to see that um i i love watching tennis and i i love playing it um but it looks like they've got a, you know, it looks like success for years to come. You know, it's weird, you know, talking about Rome, Georgia, it reminds me, there are, it feels like um, Washburn's been really reaching out and recruiting a lot of guys from not only just like Kansas, like you'd expect, or Kansas, Missouri, and kind of, you know, sort of quad state area we kind of live in, but a lot of guys, like, I know four or five football team guys that made All-Americans here from like Arizona. Yeah. And so... I was, I mean, like, I know a bunch of the guys on the track team, uh, like, one of the girls I know, I have bio with her, she's, uh, she's from Georgia, she's from a little town in Georgia, somewhere north of Atlanta, and so, I mean, she just, I know a couple other guys that are from the football team that are from my home state, so, yeah, oh, yeah, isn't, like, one of the running backs, like, the star running back, like, from New Jersey, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of them, I met a couple of them that lived in New Jersey, and they, they didn't live that far from me either, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played them in football uh Bay High School. I'm excited. Hopefully I can get a few of those guys on this show. Um, if you hear this and are interested, email me. <laughs> um, but basically, Bearman, we talk about anything? <laughs> uh, I'd like, I'd really like to put this in. I know uh, uh, softball, they had, I believe it was an exhibition game, but they played Wichita State and they ended up winning that game. Really? I'm not sure if it's it was, I'm pretty sure it was exhibition, because I don't think it's on the official schedule. Uh, but that was, I think that's really great, because they, they're looking up and up. And I heard from one of the softball players that it was really impressive just getting that win. Yeah. I mean, looking at their last season, um, there's definitely room for improvement, though. Um, 25 and 30, I mean... Yeah, twelve and four in conference games. That's Beerman, your baseball is. I'm sure you can give us a little more insight on. I mean, they went twenty five and thirty this year. Uh, you know, I mean, they ended off last year with a two game win streak. But I mean, eight eight and six at home though, which I guess is good. So 
Well, speaking of Wichita State, I think actually the men's team also had a victory over them in the exhibition. For baseball? Uh, for tennis. Uh, well, that's possible. Like, one of the big things about tennis is, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter what school you go to. Good yeah. tennis players, you know, are, are good tennis players. And a lot of them not only are recruited uh, just because they're good, they're recruited because they have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, they can learn and continue to develop. So a person can look at that and be like, well, you didn't get recruited to, you know, Auburn or wherever, you know, Mizzou or, or great tennis places, but we see that you're still working on it still, this great potential. Why don't you come to my college and be one of the top tennis players in the nation? You know, and that's what happens all the time. One of my buddies, I think he goes to, I think he goes to DeVry, actually, or no, yeah, or Drury, excuse me, yeah, Drury University, um, is, got recruited from my high school, and honestly, I thought he was going to go D1, um, but he, I believe he decided against it just because, I mean, no matter where you go, you always still have the you know, an inability to become a better tennis player from it. I think Drury is D1. They might be. I don't know. I may be confusing my universities up, but I I know there's one school that's just racking my brain right now that's D1, and I think it might be Drury. Yeah. But um, another talking point to go after, women's soccer in the first season of Davy Phillips. Uh, they ended, I would say, kind of for a first season for a coach. He's he has a pretty impressive record, but I would say fell a little bit short of expectations. They ended their run in the conference semifinals, I believe, is where mm-hmm. it was, and ended with yeah. a record of ten ten nine and one ten nine. Which one. honestly, if it's your first year as a coach and you're still putting up numbers like that, um, I'm that's awesome. You know. Uh, I, I go down to that field all the time, um, down to the Jaeger Stadium, and I either, like, you know, kick field goals or kick punts or something. And a lot of those times I'll see them, the girls will come down, they'll start practicing. And what's what's amazing uh, that the new coach is doing, I mean, he's keeping it fun, he's keeping it light, and he's just he's wanting them to be successful and be happy, uh, not only just with how they're playing, but, you know, with their practicing, which honestly I think is the best way to coach is, you know, there are times to be down on the nitty-gritty and to really succeed, but if you can keep it fun and keep it, you know, entertaining so you can keep not only the people that are on the fringe of, like, wanting to stay or leave, you know, that's that's what really makes that team good and continues that success. Yeah. So. At the beginning of the season, I had a uh, – it wasn't me that interviewed Davey, but uh, it was uh, it was the former sports editor uh, that I replaced. Uh, he – he interviewed him and sent me the interview when I was making an article, and Davey just seemed really positive and really happy to be at Washburn, and really, he had a great some great accolades from where he came from, and he's, which I believe he came from, I believe Davey came from Baker, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. um, I think... <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's see what he came from. He came from, uh, yeah, he came from Baker. Oh, wow. I am yeah. glad I got that right. <laughs> I, that was, I'm racking my brain on that one too, but he was, he was really, really impressive at Baker and showed that he, I mean, he's a great coach and 
I think he's a really great pickup for Washburn. I'm just really impressed about all these coaching pickups for Washburn from Brett Ballard to Davey Phillips. And I know Lance Lysol was uh, a while back ago, but he's really shown that he can improve. And Craig's all, Craig Schubert's always been a good pickup because he's, again, one of the greatest football coaches Washburn has ever had. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really impressed with how Washburn has handled. And, and restarting their track and cross-country program, I think that's really cool with uh, Coach Cameron Babb. I think that's impressive to see them do that because, you know, they haven't had a season – of track and cross country since 1986, so uh, I'm. I mean, they uh, had it last year, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah I my mistake. They did have a season last year, but before that, it they didn't have a season until 1986. So it was, it was really a good thing to see Wu Athletics going in a right direction and building up their sports program like it should be, and having some great coach pickups yeah. and uh, a lot more. Athletic prowess. What's, you know, one thing I didn't quite understand uh, with track and field is that, you know, uh, one of our good friends, Jacob, uh, is. Jacob Newman. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, I think he's a decathlon on the track team, something like that. I mean, hardest working kid I know talks about, you know, they're, they're not only going to D2 places, they're going to like KU for the Bob Timmons Challenge. And yeah, they're that's going actually, every Saturday. Yeah, that's Saturday. And they've got like Cal Robinson pentathlon or whatever. Um, but a lot of it, you look at their schedule, it's a lot of D1 places. Yeah. Um, KU, K-State, Nebraska, UCM, and KU again, you know, it's... And I mean, uh, track's more like meets, so I, I mean, you have places where you really get together, all the teams get together and they perform and stuff, but it's really great to see Washburn being picked up right out of the gate of just restarting their programs. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. to get on there, especially in the indoor season and the outdoor season. Yeah. I was a uh, track runner of about eight years or so before I came to Washburn. And it, we actually went to some indoor meets and outdoor meets. And it was really, uh, the colleges are really where everyone gathers for their these kind of meets. Like we went to an indoor meet at DePaul University and it was it was really great to see because they hold the Division Three championships there, and it, that's just one of the great things about track. And it's, I mean, uh, some schools don't get invited, and some some schools do. So it's great to see Washburn being picked up in their second season of just restarting. Yeah, great to see some recognition for them because I know Coach Babb has really been working hard at that. Yeah, one thing I I want to talk about uh, is uh, men's golf. Um, honestly, like I just looked at their thing. I mean, they're not doing terrible this year. Um, I mean, there's only been one time that they weren't, you know, uh, above 10th place. Yeah. But one of the, you know, they, they, it looks like where I'm from St. Joe, it looks like they struggled a little bit. They got 13th out of 20th at a, at a golf course I frequent actually, uh, the St. Joseph country club. And I mean, it's actually a tough course. So, um, I'm honestly surprised. I thought that, you know, kind of, they'd go out there and murder it, but honestly, um, looks like they're they still got a good season ahead of them going to the yeah the Desert Classic this year, Royal Lynx. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Arkansas Tech. Yeah, that's gonna be they have a looks like a, a fun year ahead of them. So yeah. Um, and what's been really impressive is Blake Allen on the golf team. He's really I mean he had a great season last year and he's having the same season and pretty much he's really been improving on his uh, golfing skills and 
Last season, he had a really impressive start at uh, State, I be- or really impressive finish at State, I believe, mm-hmm. and he's really looking forward to improving more on that this season and really looking forward to help the golf team get farther in conference and hopefully farther in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I'm ex- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've hit it both the Topeka Country Club and St. Joseph Country Club. And just watching, just like hitting that and being like, oh, well, I probably know where they struggled at. <laughs> um, it makes me feel a little bit better about my golf game. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Is there anything you would like to talk about, Justin? I'm not a fan of golf. I know you're not a fan of golf. <laughs> I'm but... more like baseball. Well, I think we got the baseball season ended recently, or is it? I don't. I don't know how no, baseball goes here. Fall, fall just ended most likely, so they're probably gonna go on to if they don't do anything for the winter, they're probably gonna just spring baseball season's coming up soon after we come back for a winter break. Yeah, February first, they they have a they round did. robin in Grand Prairie, Texas. Yeah, the fact that I was in New Jersey last year, it was. They actually did really. They didn't do that bad last year. Mm-hmm. They, they did lose a couple players, but they they're doing. They're a good team. They just need to keep up on offense. Offense is where they struggled last year a little bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, like one of our guys, uh, another buddy of ours, Sam. He just uh, recently was a member of the baseball team, but he talks about you know. I think, what is it, two, three years ago? I don't know if you guys remember. They got a new coach. Yeah. Um, the previous coach died, which is sad to say. But um, coming through that and coming out and still being able to be, you know, I mean, I don't think they were stellar last year, but being being able to come out and, you know, win a, games uh, and whatever. A couple players that are two-way players. That means that mm-hmm. they play different sports. So, so they have actual athletes. Yeah. I mean, they ended off the year under 500, but honestly, going 21 and 28, yeah, they not, started, not they, terrible. They started so, off 12 and 24 in conference, yeah, though. That's, they were doing yeah, that's, that's, the, that's a kicker. <laughs> um, they were like four, they were at the first game, the first four games, they won three out of what, one? So they three out of, yeah, they, they, they lost were, one against Southern Arkansas, but. They were doing, they started off really well, and then they just started going down after. Yeah, it looks like they had a three. They had a four-game run of just losses against uh, Drury and then Missouri Western. But it, it just looks like, yeah, towards the end of the season, oof. Yeah, they're getting there's some. Oof, <laughs> yeah. What is that? It looks almost like ten yeah, losses. They struggled, they struggled getting four, yeah. Yeah, strong. Yeah, they, yeah. But, you know, that just shows that there's room to improve this year for them to really come back. I mean, and what is it, wasn't it the coach's first season? It was his first or second? I think last year was his second. So, um, I could be incorrect. But I'll check. So, yeah, second year in 20. So, it's, this is like his fourth year. Okay. The third or fourth year. So, he'll be looking for wins this yeah, year, he, safe to say. Yeah. Um, it's not like. KU football, where you can just you know keep hiring, keep keep hiring and hiring people that don't work. I mean, yeah. I but I really think he can see some improvement. Let's talk about KU football. I mean, you get any? I feel like they're pulling people off the street. What is it? What does their what does their QB roster look like? They've got well, two starters and um, just put like a guy named Tim or if something. I ju- <laughs> if I just want to, 
if we just want to talk about this for a bit, uh, recently, actually just today, uh, their big quarterback draw for next year, Clayton Toon, recommitted to KU football. Three-star quarterback, and I'm hoping he stays. I mean, if you if you commit twice, I think that's that's pretty much a sure sign I that mean, you're most likely going to yeah, stay. I don't think he's going to get drafted. I'm just going to say it. Odds are, unless you're Akeem Tlaib reborn. Yeah, but <laughs> I hope he improves the game football program. Yeah, I mean, they I suck. I mean, <laughs> they really I think. suck. They, they have a lot. To be honest, they have a lot just to work on. It's like, I'm going to compare it to Rutgers. That if you guys don't know what's that's in New Jersey. They've always struggled, but they've shown signs of rebuilding slowly but surely. That's how it goes, slowly yeah. but surely. Mm-hmm. We have potential. Uh, KU has a lot of potential. You see a lot of receivers and running backs that can do it. They just need their lines, the linemen to step up, their quarterback to make accurate throws and be smart with the ball and not just throw wild like Bender. Bender likes to throw wild. Doesn't know how to throw the ball sometimes. Yeah. And defense. Their defense. Definitely needs to step up, especially their their uh, defensive backs, their safeties. Mm-hmm. It's their number one problem. Yeah, I think that all just goes back to coaching at some point. You know, yeah. they continue to put faith in yeah. uh, this this coach, and you know, it it, it hurts because I think it'd be it'd be kind of cool to see KU turn into O seven team again. Yeah, but I I don't want to. As much as it hurts, I would hate to see a a year where both KU football and <laughs> K State basket or K. Yeah, excuse me, KU basketball were extremely well. Yeah, but. but I mean, I think, I think to be honest, I'm really glad that Washburn has a football coach that really knows what he's doing. Oh, and yeah, isn't dude. Just, isn't just shooting positivity out of the air like David Beattie does at KU. Oh, yeah. It's just great to really see Washburn have it together because, you know, they're one of the only... Uh, one of the only universities in Kansas that has it together right now because K-State's even having problems with uh, Bill Snyder and him trying to hire his son. Well, yeah, you, I mean, it's... Well, I wouldn't man, expect anything. That man is a legend. Yeah, as much as I hate K-State, that man is oh, a legend. Oh, absolutely, you so can't. So he should be able to do what he wants. Well, but I don't think his son... If his son they're not going to fire him either, but... Well, I mean, what they should do is they should test the water, see how it is. Yeah. Well, is he, he is he trying? I feel like he's probably already hired a son for something, or is he trying to put him? Oh, like, he's what? already hired for something, but I would say he's not worthy of a head coaching job just because Bill Snyder had it. But you know, going back to it, I I'm just glad to see Washburn have it together, especially just to get hyped about this bowl game this Saturday. Really yeah. looking forward to it because you know we could be in much worse positions. Yeah. I mean, because one season we didn't even West. have a football team. <laughs> Because our campus was destroyed by a tornado. So, I mean, like, it could be worse. We could be KU football. And we could be uh, we could be debating and looking at new coaches, but we're not. We're really structured and really looking good. And we've got some great future players and great players right now. I'm really excited to see Zach Willis really develop and perform. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to take over when McKeel Stewart graduates this year. And... It'll be really great to see him uh, take the ball and run it down the field and see him rack up all the touchdowns because he's really shown major potential. Yeah. Well, um, we hope to see you guys out there at those games. Uh, 
first of all the men's basketball game that probably is probably not the football game that's a little far yeah if you if you want to make the travel all the way down to it's uh, on TV, Waco so. te- or not Waco Copper's Cove yeah Copper's Cove Texas so the good fans the, if you make the travel okay? yeah yeah, yeah so very, yeah that very that'll, passionate about the sport that would be great but since it's on national TV you don't have to go to Texas <laughs> yeah so I, I um, but we would back. yeah but uh, we hope to see you uh, here the thirtieth and. Uh, December 6th, when the uh, women's basketball goes up against Manhattan Christian College in Fort Hayes, so as well as, uh, or excuse me, that was the men's and the women's basketball when they uh, come back and play Fort Hayes here December 6th. So uh, we hope to see you guys at those games. Um, the, uh, this play today at 7.30. So, yeah. 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 This is, we're going to end a little early, but this is Ethan Bennett with... Trevor Bierman and Justin, what was it one more time? Villalona. Villalona, <laughs> uh, signing off.